Hello traders, welcome to the Options Trading Podcast, where we talk about markets and options trading strategies. My name is Ivan Chirilov and I'm the Managing Director of Tradefloor. And with me is my co-host, Graham O'Brien, who's the Manager of Equity Derivative Sales at ASX. Graham, why don't you tell us about today's show? Thanks, Ivan. On today's show, we're going to talk about what we're looking for from markets uh, this week and how to trade around them. Uh, to help us with our talk here today, uh, we have Omid Shakabai, a high-value client ETO relationship manager at Comsec, and also joining Omid is Douglas Grant, a senior business development manager from Comsec as well. Um, I don't think we really need to introduce uh, Comsec at all. Obviously, uh, many of you may already be using them as your stockbroking uh, firm, but they are the one-stop shop for equities, options, international shares, and margin lending. Back to you, Ivan. Thank you. Alrighty, so I thought we'll start off with talking about the general index and um, where we're kind of sitting. So obviously, the market last weekend shrugged off uh, a fair bit of bad news, uh, Syria being one of those, um, uh, with Donald Trump coming in and attacking them. Some poor unemployment numbers came out on Friday night as well. Um, and yet today we were opening up at around about 58.80, which was only a very small uh, 21 points away from the high of 2017. So um, what's really going on in the markets? Ivan, I think for the present moment, what you are really seeing is still some form of belief that in, in regards to Trump is going to come through with big tax cuts and obviously further stimulatory uh, measures for the US and clearly that's obviously positive for all equity markets and um, clearly as well I think the overall world markets have also certainly factored in um, the the point that there's at least two more if not three more rate rises coming from the US Fed for this year so at the present moment it seems that we're certainly trading on those sorts of fundamentals um, Syria I think is obviously being taken as a blip on the radar but um, still I'll be certainly watching this space certainly if uh, certainly if tensions start to rise between Russia and the US, given their stance on Syria at the present moment. Is there something really, that, despite tax cuts, is there something that's, that's um, a little bit more dangerous? I mean, obviously, there's a bit of a uh, bit of hidden tension with China around the $1 trillion of debt that they have. Um, there's obviously a little bit of exaggeration from the Russian and Iranian side around Syria. Um, are there potentially some fundamentals that the market is ignoring? Obviously, volatility is trading at very low levels. Um, is that something that traders should be looking at? Well, the last year's been really interesting, actually, and in there's been a lot of things that have happened through the year, and the markets just shrugged them off. We initially had Brexit, where everyone got concerned, and then we had uh, Trump getting into the White House. Initially, everything drops, but recovers pretty quickly. There are a lot of things going on, um, you know, potentially even wartime uh, future. So given that the volatilities are quite low, it, it's probably an ideal time to have a little bit of protection in play, um, you know, possibly with options. Um, if, if the volatility is, is low, that means that option prices are generally lower. And uh, while the market's been shrugging everything off, it, once, once you've got quite a bit of gains, when, you know, we're at almost record levels for the year. Uh, it's been a strong run for the last year, so it's probably a time to put in a little bit of protection and still have the upside potential if, if things do keep going. And if it does pull back with all the, all the talk of North Korea and uh, Syria and uncertainty in America, well, you've got a little bit of protection in place there. 
I suppose the other thing to add there, Ivan, as, as well is um, that obviously for many, many years we saw that many investors go into a, a really big safety trade and we're certainly still seeing like a big unwind in regards to getting out of bond proxies and, and back into riskier assets. So that's possibly still driving that as well at the present moment. And Graham, that's probably one for you. I mean, you've been talking about protection for the past couple of uh, months and seminars and so on. Uh, what kind of trades are, are good to get some protection away from the market and um, maybe the banking sector as well? Yeah, look, what we're seeing from an exchange's perspective is um, put protection buying over portfolios uh, using the index. Um, I guess for all of the people listening in, though, we're all thinking about short-term movements for game players. And it was interesting to see that last week's game winner was actually a uh, buying of a put option, uh, just a weekly option over Commonwealth Bank and uh, saw a very short, sharp move in Commonwealth Bank last week, which uh, returned them the profit. So even though we might be using protection on a portfolio, uh, if you've got a view on a stock that might be moving south uh, very quickly, then it's something that uh, people can profit one from within a game environment anyway. Mm. And he used uh, a weekly CBA put there, which was... Uh, um a massive return on a on a on a fifteen grand investment, which was uh, which is very good. Um, moving across from America to um, to England, um, obviously Article Fifty has been triggered. Um, two years of potentially painful uh, conversations between um, uh, EU and and Britain falling out of love. Um, what's that going to look like in your view? I think a fair bit of that's already been factored in. You've certainly seen that via the actual pound and it's finally starting to turn around. And, um, you know, I think it's like anything, Ivan. Um, m- most markets will be a sell the rumour, buy the fact or, or vice versa. And, and, you know, now we're into the actual fact part. And um, as I said, you know, also as well, markets do look forward and, um, you know, at least six to nine months. And I dare say that, that they probably now come to the idea that it probably isn't going to be as bad as what some people think. But there's obviously a lot of um, unknowns in there at the moment. I mean, obviously, they're still, they don't even know if it's going to be one single negotiation, whether it's going to be a phased-out approach. Um, there was a couple of things coming out over the weekend uh, around that. The Guardian um, has had a very good cover- coverage on, uh, on Brexit. Um, and I don't know which camp they're in because you never really know with newspapers these days. But um, is that something that... Um, could potentially draw some uncertainties, or is that, as you say, look, it's a done deal. Um, people are looking forward to the uh, to the future and putting their optimistic hats on. Um, I haven't looked into the overall Brexit situation that hard, but if I was to look at key indicators uh, for stocks that are listed in the UK that actually trade here, what you have to look at is either Henderson's or Clydesdale. Uh, they both had very, very strong rallies in the last couple of weeks, which tells me that investors are now starting to look forward and um, see certain certain equities as certainly being cheap and trying to take advantage of that of, of that situation. But clearly, I mean, you know, you are still going to have the odd shock now and again as they go through the whole process. But uh, it's just a case of, I, um, I, I would say, for any longer-term investor, obviously not for a game player, but for any longer-term investor to obviously monitor that closely. So heading into Easter, we've got a, a fair bit of economic data coming out, nothing too uh, major. However, we've got obviously the Fed chair speaking on Tuesday, um, which, which could drive interest rates early in the week. Um, we've got UK data on Tuesday, uh, CPI, PPI. 
Um, and then back into US later, Thursday night, Friday night, they've got PPI, CPI coming out. So obviously key inflationary measures plus retail sales. And locally we've got uh, employment numbers on Thursday. Um, is there anything that could be unexpected coming out of those numbers? Or again, are we just kind of monitoring that and saying uh, it's more fundamental driven by, by news as opposed to data? Well, we've just got to watch the data um, and just see what comes out of it because of the fact that even though interest rates have been going up a little bit, um, they're still historic, historically quite low and we've seen that a lot of people still don't want to be in cash products or earning low interest rates when they can get high yields at these levels uh, in the shares. So just keep an eye on the, on the data and, uh, and the, the CPI numbers, see if we can see interest rates going up further. Um, and if, if they don't rise sharply, then you know, the stocks are still paying quite uh, high yield, which is part of the reason why the market has gone so high. Yeah, I think um, something for game players to watch out for over the weekend as well, with a four-day weekend coming up, if you're long options, especially the short-dated options, they're going to, cut to, de to decay very quickly over that, uh, over that period. So if you're uh, traditionally long options, which a lot of our game players are, just watch out if you're long some shorter-dated options over that weekend because they will decay quickly over the weekend. And let's chat a little bit about Comsec uh, as a company. Um, obviously, uh, obviously, most people would have heard about Comsec and and what they do. But um, sometimes they they don't ask the the questions. So I guess a few questions for you. What guys makes you stand out? What how are you different to other online brokers? Or if you're maybe a self-directed investor, why should you get a Comsec account? Well, that's a good question, Ivan. Um, we are the largest online do-it-yourself broker, um, very long-standing, basically the, the first one that started doing the online cheaper rate uh, brokerage. So we're, we're a very well-trusted brand um, and also uh, excel in customer service. It's a real vision of the bank that passes on to Comsec as well. Um, we've got reliable systems that have been in place for a long time. And uh, an experienced team, uh, most of the staff, most of the team in the option space have at least seven to eight years of experience. So, you know, feel free to give us a call and we can always have a chat. Uh, we look after everyone. We're always there on the phones to help out um, experienced dealers that uh, work orders. Or, you know, a lot of the time uh, we'll, we'll call four to five people in a day and just say, look, you know, you might put in the wrong price. So we pick up on those sort of things and just let you know if the order's are incorrect, but we just strive to look after our customers. You know, they've been very loyal to us, and we—that—that's something that is is our number one goal, just to excel in customer service. And I met as a as a DTR, you see a lot of uh, equity derivative flow um, coming through. Uh, how do you see your clients, um, in particular on that high value side, use ETOs in their day to day trading? Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. It's options is what you want to make of it as the name suggests options they give you options and we've got clients um, that start to to trade options it's on our higher level side when they they start to trade options they'll generally do things in conjunction with their share portfolio so sometimes they might buy protection uh, through puts against the shares that they hold or another popular strategy is just selling covered calls so if you've got a big portfolio and you're a little bit scared that the market may have run quite a bit and you want to get a little bit of limited downside protection you can sell a call option against that but a lot of our um, 
higher value clients. They, they use options in isolation as well. They might uh, sell put options as a way to get paid uh, to potentially buy shares at a lower price. Uh, so selling put options is quite a popular strategy to potentially uh, purchase shares at a certain level. Cash protected, right? As long as you meet your margins, uh, you can do whatever you like. Um, a lot of people prefer to have the full cash upfront to be able to buy those shares. It is probably a, a good strategy when you're getting started, but look, you, you need to meet your margins and uh, trade as you think uh, fit and look after your risk. And uh, going to uh, trade ideas, because that's something that our listeners obviously love to, uh, to hear, uh, some strategies that they can go and try out in the market. What what are some ideas that you can give to our listeners to uh, look at uh, this week? Well, it, at a time where the market has run so hard, you, you do need to look after um, you know, your downside risk. Um, so some of the strategies are as simple as just buying a put option to protect the downside. Uh, the lower exercise prices are obviously cheaper. So it's like an agreed value uh, on a car. The cheaper you go, the, the cheaper it's going to be for the protection. Now, uh, again, if you think that the market's run a bit too much, uh, you can sell calls to get a little bit of a uh, little bit of income. But uh, Doug, do you have a strategy that you want to go over? Yeah, well, so look, Ivan, one thing that we have been looking at, at and it's probably more for uh, anyone who's a little less risk at adverse or someone who'd like to have a big directional play um, if anyone's been noticing obviously in the last few weeks we've seen iron ore come back from about the mid 90 dollar level to uh, i think about 76 dollars now so it's just fallen back into a technically bear market and uh, one stock that obviously has a massive amount of leverage to iron ore is is fortescue and fortescue as people may have a look on the actual charts went from about a dollar 50 this time last year to well nearly up to seven dollars in fact over seven dollars uh, less than three to four weeks ago, and I think for anyone who's actually short, uh, who has a short view on iron ore, and hence has to have a short view on Fortescue, they may look to what we uh, put on what we call a synthetic short, or what I would call a bear collar, and that is um, selling a call and buying a put. And obviously, I mean, if the actual stock runs hard, that's you are going to obviously get hurt badly. But by saying that. The actual uh, call it helps you to fund the put and gives you that um, and, and, and gives you that big leverage to the downside. For those of you that uh, have a screen in front of you, uh, open up your trading screen on the options trading game. Where we're looking to is the top right hand side on your home screen, and you click the start trading button. And uh, we're going to go to the options cookbook. So we're going to choose our strategy via the options cookbook. And as we've heard from Comtech. Uh, Fortescue, if we have a view that uh, may be negative on Fortescue at the moment, then we need to type in the ticker code for Fortescue Metals, which is FMG, is Fortescue Metals Group. Our price outlook. Now, we're nervous about iron ore, so we're going to be negative on this stock. So on the left-hand side, you have your strategy parameters, and we're going to choose bearish. Um, Our volatility outlook. If we're going to be buying a put and selling a call at the same time, then it's going to mean that we're fairly neutral around volatility at the moment because one, uh, one will offset the other with movements in the marketplace. So then we have a group of strategies that are now available to us via the cookbook. We have the synthetic short, the bear put, the bear call. Um, so the one that we're going to be looking at is the synthetic short, uh, where we're going to be effectively uh, buying some puts and selling some calls at the same time. 
Now expiry dates, what we've seen within the game is the shorter the expiry date, if we think it's going to be a very short term move, the shorter the expiry date for some of these strategies, the better. So if we're thinking that Fortescue could be moving, um, could have the potential to move south very quickly, then you might want to choose an expiry date within the next couple of weeks. Uh, the one that I'm going to look at on the screen anyway is one that's expiring at the end of the month in the uh, 27th of April. So. The screen then brings up a whole group of different uh, scenarios for us in the marketplace. What you will then want to do with the strategy itself when it builds that strategy for us is we're going to want to move some of our strike prices on the screen. So all you need to do is the strike prices that are then shown to you um, on your screen, you need to obviously look for out of the money calls and out of the money puts to be able to turn it into a collar like uh, Doug was talking about. So what we're going to do is you're going to click up and down on those, uh, on those call and put strikes. So if we're looking for an out of the money call, we're looking for something that's a little bit above where the market is, or we look for a little bit down on the market for a put option themselves. So simply click the up or down button on your strike prices and it will allow you to be able to uh, change, that, uh, change that strategy to the strike prices that suit from an out of the money perspective. And just before, uh, before we finish up, and if clients are looking to uh, find out more about ComSec, what's the best way to contact you? Thanks, Ivan. So if you want to contact us for options, uh, the best way is to give us a call. Our number is 1-800-245-698. There's a hell of a lot of information on our website as well. So if you ever click on products and then options on the website, you'll see plenty of information. Uh, for shares, you call us on 131519. Well, that's about all we have time for this week. Uh, we will also be answering your trading questions, so send them over to us uh, via hello at tradefloor.com.au or tweet them to our handle at the trade floor. And Graham and I will be back next week for an exciting show where we will reveal the second weekly winner um, and we will speak to a great guest and get his ideas and views on the market. We hope you can join us then. Thank you.